Heyo, everybody. It's Monday, unfortunately. Josh, you're not next to me. What's going was, on? I wish it was fucking Sunday still because I'm, I'm a little tired. So I'm tired. And we, so today, you guys, is, is going to be an excellent day. Uh, we have Mr. Christopher Byrne. Hello. my balls. Uh, I'm Hitachi, Chris. Hitachi. On the stream today. Uh, also on for you SoundClouders. And Chris is, he's one of our uh, 15 people that will come back and listen to us every week. <laughs> so, That's me. Uh, what is, what percentage week, is that? Three, uh, what oh, percentage one, is that? One, um, so that's, that's like, uh, it's like 90% of the people that listen to it live yes. go back and listen to it on SoundCloud. What's, what's the SoundCloud by the way? Uh, oh no, basement games. I was going to say, I thought, yeah. Rich, I thought Richie, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, yeah, SoundCloud. I, I, I don't know the hype for that. I always, I'm always listening to this and, and you start like shouting out the channel and stuff like that. It just like, yeah, I have this gosh. hyperlink down because I need it for like a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of work SoundCloud. I normally just like shoot it up there i'm loving i'm loving learning a bunch of your guys's uh your setup here like this is this is cool because like got everybody's down. got their own setup and i like i like what you guys are doing here it looks cool thanks man love the background love the wings love it all good great yeah we, those, uh, uh, those wings actually came from josh yeah yeah when uh when he went to see kesha, kesha. Yeah, yeah with his uh, sister-in-law yep yep yeah i love that super cool he yeah. was the only only man with his shirt off and bright blue wings at a Kesha concert. With glitter on. Yes. <laughs> I was so overdressed. It was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> and I was underdressed. It's like showing up to uh, what you think is a cocktail party dressed up in your suit, but yeah. it's actually just your boys hanging out yeah. passing some brews. Yeah, he's literally, it's a bunch yeah. of PBR getting yeah. passed around. <laughs> You're wearing a Old suit. man in uh, their denim jean shorts. You got your cigarette yeah. like cutter and stuff. I was, I was walking around and people were just, I mean, their phones couldn't come out of their pockets fast <laughs> And they're just like, yep, I'm Snapchatting the fuck <laughs> out of this guy. He is disgusting. Look at him. Kesha loved it, though. Oh, they all loved it. That's super cool. Yeah, so this week, uh, it's kind of a special episode. We wanted to take you guys through what was going on with the, the judge program. Hey, um, what's Chris going is, on? He's a L.5 judge. Uh, he's still working on his, his uh, level one. Wait, wait, wait. You'll get there one day. Am I, supposed to, am, I, am I supposed to be here to talk about the judge stuff? I don't... <laughs> you just came to know. hang out and well, Yeah, food? I just thought I could... Yeah. Like, I brought you guys Chinese food, even though I got, I got sniped on the, the payment, but okay. Yeah, I paid for it. Please. It's okay. You can use sneaky, your uh, fifty-five and plus discount later. Okay, okay. That's I'll I'll pick up some bulk. <laughs> so uh, it, there's been a lot of changes with what's going on with the judge program, and Chris is just he's got all this judge energy balled up inside. And, and Chris, Big you judge are energy. you're still a level one judge, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This this doesn't change almost doesn't, anything. Yeah. It doesn't change status. From doesn't change heard. status. Doesn't change status. Anybody that is currently uh, <laughs> an, an active certified judge will be able to get through this process as seamlessly as their system will allow, and and that's not to say that there won't be bumps in the road, but uh, like it's it's a big change in kind of service provider system, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people trying to get it done as much as possible, and there's going to be a ton of people looking into it that are just interested they just want the information right they just want to know what's going on yeah um, that's exactly like i'm not a judge myself and i sure. personally don't have a lot of interest in it sure. but i care about like the judging community as we couldn't really have magic without it so. as as 
As you absolutely should, Richie. And uh, I don't think that you're one of the few, but I don't also think that you're in the majority uh, of players that really don't recognize how crucial like judging is to the overall health and success yeah. of Magic events uh, in general. People think of like going to like SCGs and and uh, GPs and stuff like that. They really take like, it for granted. Yeah, and they're like, oh, the staff will be there and they're they're they'll run everything. And oh man, why is this turnover taking so long? Well, it's because they <laughs> it's because they <laughs> really. <laughs> I am. Um, I don't have time for that shit. Nobody got time but, for but that. But it's because those people really care about your event. They care about your experience. They care about uh, yeah, probably right. most of all, well, second of most, first is always safety. We always care about safety. But other than that, it's the integrity of the tournament. Mm -hmm. The time that you're getting these long turnovers is generally like some kind of like software malfunction or because they are engaged in something that they believe could impact the integrity of the tournament. And they want to make sure that everything is going to be good on uh, all the other players end as someone who's had a 22 minute judge call before i definitely understand yeah that. yeah yeah it, it can it can totally happen and, and we want to give everyone that that time you know so i think we've all all of us have been there and been like man why is this round taking so long to turn over but like if you ever put yourself in that person's shoes in that situation you want that judge's full attention you don't want them to feel like they're trying to rush through your call and get everything else going it's like you want them to take as much time as they need. Yes, your game, your match matters just as much as anybody else's. Like, we want the event to go as smoothly as possible. We're not going to, like, hold things up for any kind of special reasons or anything right. like that. But, like, we're going to, like, give everybody their, their due diligence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so. Richie, do you see what you've done? It's been, like, five and a half minutes. And you you like... asked him one question. <laughs> this podcast Welcome is going to be like fucking three hours long. Podcast. This is great because we don't have to talk as much and neither of us have the voice or energy for this. Yeah, you guys I do. No, like you're just Chris, coming off a little bit of sickness. You're, you're a tired baby boy. Chris, time out for a second, yeah, all right? I, sure, I just want to, yes, that, that's what I want to get into. <laughs> so today, you guys, SoundClouders, I know you guys can't see us. Uh, future YouTubers, I know, I know you can see our beautiful man bodies right now. And um, I'm wearing a Pandemonium Games and Hobbies t-shirt and this is this is big um, because uh, it's still got the tag on it. Okay, where's the tag at? There we go. <laughs> um, I just pulled this out of the closet over there. Cody gave me this. Uh, Cody's a manager at Pandemonium Games and Hobbies in Garden City, Michigan. Uh, Chris is their level one judge and also their uh, events coordinator and probably their worst employee. And so, um, God, can you imagine how awesome if that was like the truth of it? <laughs> like we're really good at what we do, but if I was their worst employee. Damn, we'd be really killing it. Yeah, you would. You guys would be the best. <laughs> we, I mean, we are already? the best. That's right. You're not the best. So, yeah, so Don't I just wanted me. to I wanted to get you uh, get or you a little shout out here. You can and, you know, Pando Chris. Yeah. Yeah, talk about uh talk a little bit about the store and let everybody know like, you know, it is the uh it's the biggest store south of Mississippi, correct? Uh, east of the Mississippi. East of the Mississippi. East of the Mississippi. South. Um, Do you know where Mississippi is, Josh? Don't correct me. He doesn't me. know what South is. <laughs> Don't correct me. Nobody's running back the uh, the statistics here. Sure. Well, Josh was you wrong on this that. percentage. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're gonna make that a fact. We're week. happy to have Pandemonium Games, uh, you know, as. Uh, as our kind of uh, friends all the time and yeah, we love you, always man. do business with you guys. And um, this week we got to talk about, you know, something that's really impactful to Chris and the community as a whole, because uh, this is something that I just haven't heard a lot about. Even me being the, the small magic player that I am, uh, which I don't get to play a don't whole lie, lot. Don't lie, you're not very small. Ooh, that's the true. beats. That's true. Um, but the big body magic player that I am, uh, I don't I don't really get to play as much, and I don't 
I don't always think about, well, um, how is this going to affect me? And I think it's something that, you know, if you want to scrub through this audio at some point, <laughs> you know, you got to think to yourself, like, what do I want to get out of this? Like, what, what do I even care about this? And I don't actually, I, you know, I did some reading earlier um, and I've been listening to some people talk. I've heard some negative and I've heard some negative. So I haven't heard a whole lot of positive. I've heard but some I positive. think I think that Chris is going to have some positive things to say about this because uh, usually when Chris and I used to do our, our live podcast um, years and years ago. God, was uh, it that long? That was last year. <laughs> uh, when we used to do was our thing. Was it last year? I thought it was like close to two years ago now. Nah, it's, no, it's I, like eight, it's only, I think it's eight, yeah. month, eight, eight months was like our last show or something. Oh, okay. sure. Or a little bit longer. Sure. But anyways, we used to, you know, he was always the Debbie Downer. And I was always like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, we got this. We're you were the this. always sunny. Well, yeah, it was, it was yeah. always sunny where I was from. And so, Philadelphia. Um, I, but I do think that Chris has some, some positive things to say. So um, I think we should definitely get into it because there's a lot of context that, um, that we got to talk about. But first, um, always we want to mention our sponsor, Mom's Basement Games. Woot.tcgplayerpro.com. There you go, Richie. Nice. Thank you. Always finish I'm sorry, it I didn't, off. I, didn't, I didn't quite hear that. Could I, could I get it one more time? <laughs> Mom's Basement Games.tcgplayerpro.com. Yeah, double plugs. I love it. There we go. So we'll get the... Uh, You're used to two plugs, Chris. We'll go ahead and show you guys the, uh, the link there and let you guys know that uh, if you guys ever need any singles, come find us. You know, whether you're on SoundCloud right now and you're thinking to yourself, like, man, I need Hogak Arisen Necropolis, and uh, those, that's their top seller. Come get it if you want to gack some people. Yeah, as, only, as low uh, as only for a couple of weeks, though, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hope, hope to God that thing's gone. And last week, um, you know, you could, um, you could listen to us if you go back and listen to our podcast from last week. Uh, <laughs> we tried to uh, play a drinking game of... Every time we said the word hogak, um, <laughs> you should take a drink. And so, is there like a bunch of families like seeking like funeral expenses from you guys now? Yeah, probably because a lot of, a lot of like, deaths. Because our topic was the gack was bad. Yeah, that's just that's just straight alcohol poisoning. That's not good for you. Yeah, that's, that's a we bad time. So it was. I mean, it was everything from start to finish. It was like uh, we had to talk about the pro tour. That's all that fucking happened at the pro tour. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then we moved into like um, SCG, yeah, SCG, and it was everything in SCG. It was just like, and then we got into finance, and guess what? It's it all wasn't it was, selling. It, <laughs> no, it's just all <laughs> fucking finance. All like so. So, so this what, week, we last back? week, last week's podcast was sponsored by Hogak Arisen Necropolis. Yes, nice. it was. So this week we finally got to uh, get away from that guy. Um, but yeah, so I'm so like I'm energized on that now. I'm like, man, I really want to get Richie's take on like. If we could shift this whole meta or what, but okay, okay, no. maybe another episode. No. Yeah. That's uh, exciting. So now we, we usually start off the podcast um, with a fun fact, okay. uh, but we do not have a fun fact for today because... We have a special guest fact. Yes, we do. Ooh. And so, um, Richie, um, you know, go ahead and ask the question. Yeah, this so... Was, uh, this was your baby. Almost in a almost Judge's Corner esque. How about for the throwbacks for the old fans? Sure, sure. You uh, you give them the story of the oddest judge call that you've ever had. The oddest judge call. Okay. Or weirdest or. Okay, okay. Um, this is this is like card interaction type stuff, or is this like game? Your choice. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna whatever I'm gonna you do, feel like. I'm gonna do weirdest. a little bit like a, a, a kind of like game interaction <laughs> and just player like mistakes. Then okay. So the one that pops in my mind is from the the only 
regional Pro Tour qualifier to ever exist in the state of Michigan that I ran at Pando Games. I was going to say, what store is that at? That was at Pando, baby. Uh, the only one... I was flexing. I didn't. You didn't even have to say the word flex. I just flexed <laughs> into the camera. Um, but I was I was trying my hand at wearing multiple hats at it. I was doing TO and I was doing a floor judge, and I had a ton of like experienced, awesome judges there. And like it was a busy, busy day for me. Um, I remember going from one call, doing it, walking away, you know, thinking about it because that's something that we do as judges. We always kind of critique ourselves. We're like, hmm, I wonder if I could do this or that better in the future. I wonder if I had said this, if they had got it uh, a little bit easier or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking down the aisle. I'm kind of like rethinking about it to myself. And then I get another call right there at the end of the table where I'm standing, which was perfect. And a player real goes like, um, I don't think I've drawn a card for a turn. And for me personally, I don't know about other judges, but for me personally, having to do a card count in the middle of a game is one of abysmal. it is absolutely abysmal that it is it's worst. one of my nightmares especially at that time because it's like with most things or most people i think if you have something that you're not super great at a lot of the times you kind of like push it to the back of your training you don't try and focus on it too much chris uh, can't count that's what we're hearing right dude, now. dude it's rough especially when when one of the players is playing blue magic it's just like god dang it have Ooh. you did you did you cast this did it resolve how many cards have you drawn like uh did you dig through time this you know silly stuff like that mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so we had to do a count, which, um, I am not great at. I am now, I'm a lot better at them now because I'm like, I got to force myself into this. Can't let this happen again, but we're doing a count. Um, I have like two L3s over my shoulders as I'm doing this, which is making me a little bit more nervous or whatever. Figure out player has not drawn a card. Okay. So we have him draw the card. We do a little time extension, um, get the game back going and stuff like that. Sit down to do their match slip. And then 20 seconds later, the player goes, wait, now I have an extra card in my hand. <laughs> and, and we're just like, what? And one of the L3s was still right there. And so we're just like, what the hell just happened? And we do the, we do the count again. Sure enough, now he has an extra card. Did and, he? And he didn't before. He absolutely did not before. So he drew two cards instead of one on X. We think that either that happened or one of the kind of classic blunders is I teach it now because it was my blunder when i teach my judges how to do card counts and stuff like that um you've been you've been one i've been that calls and stuff like that and mm -hmm. and we just and i just tell you or one of my judges tell you like just stop moving things i think that what happened is he either drew two cards like they stuck together when we instructed him to actually draw or that since we were doing counts as like okay fan those out and he was like holding stuff and moving stuff around that we actually some of those cards were stuck together mm. so judge advice if you're ever having to do a count you don't let people touch things you spread them out by yourself you literally pick them up and go one two three four like you make sure that 100 percent nothing is stuck together do your counts that way Knees, always and sweaty Oh, sticking yeah. them cards together. Oh, dude, mm. I was a wreck after that. After after that call, because I was like, oh uh, my god, that had to have been awkward too. With like two, all I had two all threes, and I was and I was and I was terrified because I was like, oh my god, I just instructed this player to do something illegal. He has an extra card in his hand. What if I did that last count wrong? And like after it was all said and done, and I got to freak out like in mentally internally for a while. Um, uh, one of the all threes <laughs> was like, no, I watched the entire thing. Like he did not have that many cards. Like like the only thing I can think of is like that because you didn't take the cards out of his hand that maybe they were stuck together in his hand mm -hmm. but like no you you did everything else right and I was just like okay but yeah don't let players move things uh, around when you're taking a call whether it's card counting or not 
that was the craziest judge call you've ever had. It, Are you fucking kidding me? I had two L3s over my shoulders I while I'm doing this. And then I thought I told I thought I I basically screwed a player over. I thought like, oh my god. I just what caused an illegal action to happen. Well, we do what we like. What if you act? What, what if, if you I accidentally, had done it? Yeah. What if I had done it? Well, then I feel like, uh, like, how often do you guys curse on on this thing? I mean, uh, I okay. I would feel like absolute poopy. Um, it would <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus got him. Titties. Fucking got him. Um, I would have felt like really, really awful, man. Like we're we're there to help, not make things worse. And right, so, but and but we would have we would have gone through a fix of like, okay, you have an additional card in your hand that you shouldn't. Um, where does it belong? We're gonna put it back there. Okay, you know a card that you shouldn't know, so we need to randomize it away. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I basically would have in inadvertently given the one player a huge advantage over the other player, which just makes it would it have been the thoughtsies fix where they get to look at no okay no. Because it would have been a game rule violation. It wouldn't have been uh, a hidden card error in that at that point. At least, like, at least okay. that's how I believe it would have gone. But like it, in the moment, I was more along the lines of like, I fucking hate counting cards. Oh my god, I'm gonna fuck this up. Yep. Okay, I got through it. Oh my god, I fucked I it fucked up. It. <laughs> like it's on me. I fucked yep. it up. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. And this is again, this is the the first RPTQ that ever existed in Michigan. Right. And so it was like a big deal for me. Um, to make sure that the event went as well as I possibly could, as as and possible. then for me to be at the heart of one of its potential problems, I was like, I'm, I'm fucked. I, I got it was the weirdest call for me because I got so screwed over and in my own head about it. Okay. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, like card interaction and, and and nerdy players and stuff like that, like that's all. Yeah, that's daily. Yeah, that's just gravy. <laughs> like, to me yeah, like, like that's on everything. Yeah, like hey, uh, I first found some. A turd in my backpack, Judge. What do I do? I'm oh, gonna be like, "Well, is it your turd?" Yeah. And, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah." And I'll be like, "Well, is it your backpack?" And they go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then you know we go from there. Yeah, that ain't that ain't me, Chief. <laughs> that ain't yeah, me, so Chief. I, I thought there was gonna be some kind of nutty story, but that that is a good one. Yeah, I mean it's just it's personal. That's just that's that's what it is for me, man. <laughs> All right. So what do, what is your first topic? Like, I need to know. I'm I'm sure you. I'm you sure you had this all. This is going to be awesome. I'm sure you had this all laid out in your mind. <laughs> well, um, um, but let's. I guess we should always. <sighs> I, that wasn't what it was meant to be, but. Before, so we're always uh, yeah. But before we get there, uh, we're going to run you guys through like we usually do, and, and let you guys know about upcoming events. We have a we have a tournament to talk about result wise, right? Oh, we do, we do. No, we From don't. The, it was limited. Shit, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Got it. Yep. That was, it the, get was me. it the Chiba? Yeah. Yeah. It was oh. the past the duchy on the left hand side. Does anybody? So I don't for I don't follow limited, and I, I don't think a lot of people do. But at the same time, like Nobody do they do they even podcast. report on that kind of stuff? They usually like say who won it. They that's don't it? talk about the yeah, bets or anything. That's frustrating. That's frustrating for Magic well, coverage. Like now that they don't do video coverage, who cares? Yeah. Do you want to see a picture of their draft deck? Like yeah, that's what actually what happens is they just run out of. They just tweet out the uh, Instagram or tweet out their deck that they won with. And then they're like, congratulations, guys. They tag Channel Fireball, and then they have a picture on their on their website. and that's They do that for Limited, limited too? Because yeah. I didn't even know that they did that for Limited. Uh, I mean... I knew they sent out pictures of, like, the players, but I didn't know they sent yeah, out, like, the decks. Before, when we always did the, uh, the podcast before, we'd always bring up the Limited, and we'd talk about... And I know even, I think, like, episode one or two, you and I had a picture of the Limited person. But I feel like there's got to be a better way to do limited stuff because I'm a very visual person. I yeah. like to like see that kind of stuff laid out. Yeah. And 
limited in draft and stuff like that. There's so many choices that can go good or bad for you. You know, yeah. if, if you stick to your color, or you start breaking out of it or something like that. I wonder if there's like. It, I'm assuming this one was sealed or like team sealed or something like that. Uh, seal it's sealed day one, draft day two, like usual. Okay, okay. So like seeing some portion of that where I get to like look at it and be like, huh, is this is this actually like good? Is this feasible? Would I play this? Like that's that's the kind of content that I personally would want out of limited. Yeah, the problem is is like <clears throat> one channel fireball. I don't think cares enough, and uh, two, I think it's probably too expensive for I, them to. I honestly feel like as the channel fireball is probably or CFBE specifically is is kind of stretched a little bit thin this was like the first time that somebody took over these events for wizards of the coast uh on a full contract and i'm sure it's a good contract but like there's a lot of things to figure out in a very quick fashion uh when you have to take over like a global system Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure they're gonna get the axe you think so maybe not maybe not next year i don't think so i think they're getting the axe who do you think would step up star city doesn't want it uh, I think it's going back to Star City. I think Star City does their own thing and they uh, do it so well that like it's just not more lucrative for them to do somebody else's. I'm kind of with Chris on this one. Yeah, I think I've it's more effort for for a, a couple return. of them who work and like really? yeah. The whole reason why that they do SCG Con now and can like not not afford but like have the time to like set up an event like that is because they don't have to worry about GPs anymore. Yeah, because the opens are nothing to set up for them. It's the same thing every week. Yeah, it's GPs it, are. They even said like GPs were a hassle. I think that one of their toughest parts for uh, opens and stuff like that for them is like just making sure that everything fits on on the truck. Uh, last time I was talking to Jeremy Noel about it, um, he was saying that like every pound on that truck now matters. Um, like they they're they're just like ah oh, we need we literally need yeah, ten pounds to come off this thing. Yeah, yeah we're I'd, like yeah go run a mile. Get back in the truck, like then it'll roll, and thank, not and not. Thank God, Richie doesn't don't. work. Well. <laughs> they never get to go anywhere. And now they got those fucking chairs. I I, I haven't those talked to them since they got those chairs. They're pretty sweet. They're pretty sweet. One but, day I'll sit in them. One yeah, day absolutely. Like, just scrub out of an open. I'm sure. I'm sure that you know uh, round one of coverage, like you'll. <laughs> Dang, savage them. Yeah. So this uh, August matched up against Ross Merriman. August 9th uh, they is don't going to be. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota! There you guys go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, baby. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, if that's in your 500-mile radius wheelhouse, then get out there, play what some a, modern. If, uh, wait, wait. What for, I think you said the format wrong. Modern? I think it's pronounced Hogak. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's going to be It's format Hogak. Format Hogak's going to be I... uh, in Minneapolis, and you guys are going to want to check that out. And then if you guys are going to be in the U.K., um, the following weekend, uh, that will be modern also, uh, still Hogak, excuse me. Um, and that will be in Birmingham, not Alabama. Yeah. Birmingham, UK. You know there's uh, Birmingham, Michigan too? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really that's, where the, that's where the, uh, Magic Fest is. Let's right? do it. Let's go. Yeah, I'll so be there. During <laughs> Magic Fest Birmingham? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you maybe fit like me, you, Josh, and like three other people in the convention center? That's all it takes, right? Uh, you these, know. these, these halls don't fill. Right, that's... Ooh. <laughs> uh, the following week, though, you guys. Oh, I know. Um, during that Birmingham week, August 16th, I'll be in Chicago uh, doing some business with pastimes. Um, and then the following week, I will be in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada for the Viva. modern... Yeah, Viva for the modern... Las uh, Vegas! Slash. And uh, for those of you that aren't interested, um, earmuffs. Uh, I will be... Uh, Chris, earmuffs. Um, this is for the the younger ones out there i will be uh at the gentleman's club um probably several several nights there so 
uh, at me if you guys are interested in that. <laughs> um, and uh, you can find me um, at Mom's Basement MTG on Twitter. At Mom's Basement MTG on Twitter. Yeah, so hit me Man, up. That on... is a long uh, Twitter hashtag. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, what else was I going to do? But yeah, f- uh, you guys can also find me uh, find me on the Facebook, too, if you guys are interested in those ladies. I was saying like that you also had on Twitter in your tag. Yeah, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> it wasn't a good joke, but at least I thought it got across. All right, so that's that's upcoming events. It wasn't. Um, let's get into uh, let's get into the Judge Academy, Chris. Tell us, <laughs> Judge Academy. Tell us about the Judge Academy. Yeah. Um, and what it's going to mean for future judges, uh, even people uh, like like Bree. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I. Uh, I would be happy to tell you about Judge Academy and what the future of that looks like for Magic and players and judges alike. Uh, Judge Academy is the new system that will replace what was called the Judge Program. And a lot of times you'll probably hear me refer to, like, the Judge Program and and it'll just mean, like, what judges do. And then Mm -hmm. other times I'll say it and I'll mean, like, no, the actual, like, organization that is the Judge Program. So the Judge Program, I don't think was... Technically, even like a legal nonprofit, it was just an entity of people with like-minded um, thoughts about how tournaments should like run with a consistent basis um, and a well-trained staff. So it was like a club. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it was. You know how sometimes game stores are not like professional businesses. Instead, they they turn into like just like your your buddy hangout um oh like mom's basement games no 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 not like that not like that i i mean i mean i mean just the 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 tree house that is actually a a comic book store kind of thing you know what i mean you Mm. walk in and i think i quite feel like that what are you what are you what are you doing in our tree house kind of thing you know no um i so the judge program while being very open and accepting of individuals um was ultimately its own thing of like, hey, we want this thing to happen and we all like each other, so let's hang out and make it happen together. And that's pretty awesome because it has accomplished a ton of stuff in its lifetime. So now, not to interrupt, but sure. to interrupt, fuck you. Mm, fuck um, you! There is going to be an academy, right? So is there going to be like an old bald guy in a wheelchair cruising around See, in the I, house? I, I, said, that that I said it should have been called like Judge Hogwarts or something along those lines. Is this more lines? like the Ninja Academy like uh, from Naruto? Dude, we're going to hide this in the rules text. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Fuck you, old man. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what Naruto is. <laughs> he can't even pronounce what the even fuck's, say what, it. What the fuck's a Naruto? I'll show you how to run later, okay? It'll okay. change your life. Oh, right, yeah. Cool. To Area 51, Area, right? <laughs> All right. Back, the memes. Back to Sweet memes. Back they to were the made Judge of Academy. These. So Judge Academy is now essentially the new Judge program. The old program was this non- legal not that it was illegal but that it wasn't a legal entity that i was aware of at least Mm. Uh, this will be a for-profit company that is built to supply judges with training and other materials to basically make them better judges and then for um for events operators tournament organizers and stuff like that the judge academy will serve as a place of certification so if you were uh, one of the things I think that they even talk about uh, in this wonderful document that we're looking at is um, a certified public accountant kind of thing. It's like you could look to the different uh, state and regional industries and stuff like that and say like, hey, I need a, a CPA. Like, who who's in my area that you recommend? Well, Judge Academy is like that, but for judges. So TO goes to Judge Academy and they say, hey, 
I need a staff of 50 judges for this huge event I'm going to put together. Uh, these are these are my needs. This is like what I'm trying to put, uh, what I want it to look like, and stuff like that. Um, who who can you send me? And and then Judge Academy says like, oh well, these are all of our fantastic certified people in your area. Feel free to contact them and work out your um, your compensation fees and stuff like that. So so it's almost just like a more professional version of yes, absolutely. The, uh, the old system. Yes, that's ex that's in my view that is very much what this is. This takes the old system and just applies a hey we're an official company brand kind of label to it, um, and and says like please take us seriously. We are a legal entity. Now, could this also have came from? I I can't remember everything about it, but I remember something about like judges suing over not getting paid. So is that also? Do you think that might also have something to do with? There's... Oh, real nice. You guys are just trying to cover your fucking asses here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is all about? Yeah, no? as as some people would say, we're just a bunch of extortionists. Mm. Yeah, Shout that's out what to I've California. Been How you doing? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I didn't hear that. Sure, sure. So the real. A it lot does, of it, it does have to go into it, though. Yeah, so right. a lot, a lot of that stuff and where we're at now comes with speculation, right? Because mm -hmm. some things were like settled, and some things are are finished and done with, and and not public to my knowledge. Um, but the but the real jux of it is yes, like those things definitely impacted the future of Wizards of the Coast and their relationship to the Judge Program. Um, my takeaway on this is like. Uh, normally in a lot of legal proceedings, especially like with companies and stuff like that, once you start doing something uh, that you're suing someone for, um, that company generally isn't going to change their practices right away uh, because that can, I assume, be used against them as like, a, oh, like you were doing this and then we took you to court over it and now you've changed. Kind of, let's. this looks kind of guilty, you know? It's like, oh, you, maybe you were doing something wrong here. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So companies usually like stick to the same or by or by legal uh, order are told, like, you can't change X, Y, Z thing until we've seen this whole thing through. So you think, that, like, all that settled out then? I think that that last year a bunch of those things all finished out, and then Wizards of the Coast sat down with their lawyers and their, their, their CEOs and Hasbro and stuff like that, and uh, I think that the lawyers said, like, you know, this is kind of an unhealthy business relationship that you guys have entered into, and you should probably get out. And I and I think that then Hasbro turned around and said, "Get the fuck away from this. We're tired of this stuff." Um, I think that's uh, kind of been their move with almost everything. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I think that's kind of why CFBE exists. Is that they're like, man, if you look at the liability involved in putting on these events, like there's quite a bit of it. We don't want to take that on instead let's contract somebody who like if somebody has a problem with they can point the finger at them and so it's it's a safety valve for a company that's continuing to grow and get bigger and bigger they're they're trying to protect themselves and i totally respect that but at the same time like if you've been doing something for so long and then you're like well we're going to change it now people are going to have an adverse reaction to that uh, especially if with the case of Judge Academy, uh, if you're doing something for free for a very, very long time, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, all that free stuff that you're used to, now we're going to charge you for it? Dude, that's how I pay my employees. <laughs> with store credit. <laughs> I pay all of my employees. I've never paid them a dime. <laughs> and they, they I, I get paid in Do you know what labels. dimes are? Nope. I know what soup labels are. <laughs> yeah, I I, listen, Richie gets are. to go up in the pantry... And, I know uh, what dimes are. Dimes are elvish mystics and stuff like that. 
Sorry. Uh, the nurse. Yeah. yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, he's here. Sweet. Um, yeah, so just like you kind of see here on the screen is that now there is a membership fee uh, to, yeah, to be is, a judge based oh on your level, God, right? Here we go. This yeah. is all I've heard. So Wizards of Coast says, like, hey, we're done with our lawsuits, judge program, leadership, program coordinators, regional coordinators. We need to speak with you at the table, please. Join up. And, uh, yeah, we are no longer interested in working with you in your current state and form. We need you to figure something out, change it up, come back to the table. Once you are no longer this odd entity known as the judge program and uh until then have a great day and my timetable isn't perfect so my numbers are a little bit rough that's here. okay but no I, one's fact checking you man i think that I, I think that what happened is that the the program coordinators the regional coordinators the the higher ups of the judge program basically <laughs> the, the, our leadership of the judge program sure um they knew that this change was coming approximately like eight months you know they're like man wizards wizards doesn't like us anymore like we got to figure something else out what are we going to do and then they kind of talked it out and maybe argued about it a little bit here and there and maybe tried to get wizards to do something left right or center and yeah sure and wizards just Behind like the scenes just like no like that we're not interested in working with you guys the way you are um maybe wizards said we're not interested in working with you as a non-profit i'm not sure maybe that's something that could have been put out there um but the judge academy um started talking around with other like kind of senior members as it were and word got to uh, mr tim shields he is the owner of a game store called cascade games uh they do a lot of big events including uh gen con maybe you've heard of it yeah Josh, heard i think of. i think maybe you've heard of it i've heard of gen con yeah. i've uh, i was actually there this weekend yeah flex 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 for gen con yeah that's pretty sweet uh i've never been myself but i hear nothing but awesome stuff and i see i need really to make cool it out pictures all the time you were telling me earlier how like it's something that you really want to yeah. go and do and I encourage people to do that kind of stuff because, like, it's it's nothing but positive nerd culture. And we, we can't get enough of that, right? No, absolutely Maybe not. Josh will actually learn what Naruto is at a Gen Con. Yeah, like we'll get a Naruto run scheduled at Gen Con. Now, can I can I talk about uh, the membership fee? Because that's a lot of the, the negativity that I'm hearing about. Well, I think, I think this is the direct result of uh, Wizards saying, like, we don't want to work with you as a non-profit. Yeah, so... So, so Tim Shield says, well... Well, let's be a for-profit. Let's just make it a company. Well, if we're going to make it a company and it's going to be for-profit, well, then we got to bring in money. Well, how are we going to bring in money? Well, we charge membership fees. Mm -hmm. Ta-da! Here we are. Okay. So the thing is is that um, the world um, doesn't just run on, like, you know, uh, sugar canes and, and gummy drops, right? That's all I put in my engine. Wait, I, I thought the world ran on dabs. Ooh. It does. Now... So the world is a bad with place. Me, with me being a business owner... No, the owner, world is a dab place. With me being a business owner um, and being able to look at this through the eyes of a business owner like, and not through um, you know, just some young guy that lives in his mom's basement. I'm not in the basement. You guys don't live in the basement? No. Do you, do you have a basement? No, don't we don't even have basements. Plays games. We don't even have basements. I was just trying to give a shout out to my. Okay, so anyways, now look. Oh, can you, well, you mean at TCGPlayerPro.com? <laughs> That's Is that what your you favorite line. Sorry. That's your favorite. I line. love it. Um, so yeah, um, for those guys that just want to show up and play Magic and don't really give a shit about what's going on with the judges and who comes over to say, oh whoa whoa whoa, you've got too many, you know. <laughs> You don't have enough cards in Where your hand. Where the fuck do these cards come yeah, from? Let me, let, me give you some, <laughs> let me give you some extra cards fuck in your hand. You. Um, but for those guys that don't really care about that, this is something that is very um, 
it just looks like it's oh, kind of they're, polarizing. Yeah, it is. It's polarizing. They're looking at it like, oh, of course they're going to charge more money. Of course Wizards is going to do this. Everything's going up. And yeah. it's like, it, sure. it's, that's not what this is, no, I don't think. It's not. Uh, because, like I said, I can't just pay Richie. I can't pay him in store credit. Nope. I can't pay my other employees in store credit. I can't pay um, to go to this Gen Con this past weekend. Can you pay, I don't get can to you go pay for your free. gas bill in, yeah. in store credit? No. What about your water bill? Are you paying Chris in store credit? Yeah, basically. He's paying me in store credit that comes in the form of friendship. Yes. I it, thought he paid you in Chinese food. And kisses. <laughs> oh. We call them Chinese kisses. So, oh. I, I guess I just... I Is that where, be... like, you guys' lips get stuck together and you can't get loose? And then when we pull apart, there's a piece of paper between us. Oh. Yeah. I just want to be on the side of... You guys are talking about kissing. I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get through this uh, is a serious you, podcast, yeah, Josh. Please focus here. Pod. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, get on the same topic as us, guys. But, but yeah, um, I just I want people to realize that they are trying to turn this into a business. Yes, right. And it's just like uh, it's like what you said. Things have to be done um, business like, and you can't just do everything for free. And that's where this is going to come into play. And for those people that um, want to be a part of something. How about this? Um, we can relate it to something that some people may know. Uh, what if you want to go fishing? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if you want to go hunting? Uh-huh. Um, you have to pay a membership quote. Here's my air quotes for you on SoundCloud. Sure. Um, you have to pay a fee yeah. to a go and do Hunter's that. license? Yes. A fishing license? Correct. And that's what this is going to be. All you're doing is you're upping for your license mm-hmm. to support your community, mm-hmm. to go fishing, hunting and fishing. Now, hunting and fishing, uh, that's a luxury, right? Sure. And so uh, they even say it in the guidelines. It's a luxury. It's something that you uh, you want to do, and it's something. There's rules this, that you have this, to follow. And this money goes towards supporting those habitats and, and making sure it that goes, these things are enjoyable. It goes back into the community. Yeah. Air quotes again, SoundClouders. Sure. Um, but it goes back into that. And so that's a parallel, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys can see that that it's not just, um, you know, Wizards of the Coast is out there gouging motherfuckers for money again. Wizards isn't getting a cent of this. Yes. None and of this so, is going to them. Yeah. So... Um, what it's doing is it's just, it's a, it's, it's probably not, you know what? I guarantee you it's not even enough. It's probably not. I will guarantee you it is not enough. And they probably will I'll call it right now. This time next year, they're going to be talking about announcements about these, these membership fees increasing. Yes. And now it says, all right, free or 50 bucks. Yeah. Level one, a hundred bucks. I guarantee you for them to even, um, break even, they're probably not breaking even because they can't just lay the hammer down on you guys and nope. be like, "This is what it actually I think, costs." I think that I think this might be barely breaking even because there's a little bit more to it behind the scenes than this. We'll get into it in a second, but like to, to hit on your comment about like does this affect you and stuff like that in the the wide spectrum? Yes, it does because judges affect players and communities and, and events and stuff like that. In the 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 like micro thing, like no, if you're not a judge, this doesn't affect you. Like directly affect you. Like no, it does not. But but that's the most vocal people that we were seeing, like in the internet space, is like, oh, judges are volunteers, and you know they shouldn't be charged to do their 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 thing that they're volunteering for. That's actually what I was about to. But judges are not volunteers. We don't work for free. We are highly skilled individuals that that care about our communities and our events, and because of that, like we're really good at what we do. And if you're good at something, you should never do it for free. These people are sacrificing. These are people that are working 
40 to 60 hour jobs on their own and then sacrificing their weekends because they want to be part of a magic event and making that organizational kind of stuff well, no, go off just, and answer questions like solving puzzles like this this is what we kind of get out of it. It's a community builder. It's just yeah. like it's exactly what we are doing right now. We're trying to um, we're trying to educate people and say hey yeah. this is how it's affecting you and those people that judge they're doing the same thing. They want to be out there and they right. want to help and they want to build um, and strengthen our community. So like this, like you were talking about with like hunter's license, fisher's license, license and stuff like that, that's a hobby, right? That's something that you do in your, your spare time with your extra money or, and stuff like that? Just like Magic the Gathering. Just like Magic the Gathering. And guess what? If your buddy wants to start playing modern and he can afford to do so, then why are you going to start bitching about the price of, of modern for your buddy? Like, he's willing to pay... $20, $50 or whatever yeah. for whatever card, so be it. That's it's a buy-in for the that's year. That's his hobby. That's what you're investing into your hobby. And hobbies are yeah. always an investment. This is judges investing in their hobby to continue and and oversee the the, the actual growth and prosperity of yeah, their Yeah, because literally you guys can't even play magic to be honest i've never seen a judge i i i barely know how to read normally if i see a judge play magic it's only for like two rounds (laughs) wait chris didn't you didn't you win some kind of like popper tournament one time or something no no no, it's frontier that have played popper hey hey popper's a more real format than frontier Dude, dude everything that i see about popper makes it look extremely fun to me and stuff like that and i know it's it's sanctioned and everything and i want to start doing more of it at pandemonium just trying to find a day for it to fit on the schedule please the to be announced scgs and gps yeah one of them will at least be popper that's a good take we will have a popper scg or gp main event by the end of this year. i think you might have some kind of like team uh, popper-esque event whether it's team popper across like three players or it's like a split format popper standard modern we take out sometimes legacy is the hard one to do, find. Do, 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 do. yeah dang it yeah i think it, i think it's a, it's a strong possibility okay but anyways this <laughs> is this is a hobby and i think that the real thing that is causing that a lot of that negativity that you guys have been seeing online yeah is players that players and judges that are not invested in their hobby and I don't mean that on the monetary scale. I mean that like that they're just not that into it. They just kind of do it because their store needs somebody to answer questions now and then. And that's that's perfect for what an RA can be. An RA is a rules advisor. This is an old program that I had a hot take about as soon as they announced like, hey, we got some changes coming. I was like, oh, sweet. RA's coming back in some way, shape, or form. Instead, we got just exact, well, exact RA. So what is RA? RA is... Basically, an RA is a rules advisor, it's a player, um, slight staff kind of guy. So, this is somebody that so has, you? yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a, as much of an RA as a square is a rectangle, if that makes any sense. Well, okay. I mean, even the highest judge is still an RA. Right, that's what I'm okay. saying. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you if you if you can do this level of mastery, well then you can do this level of mastery also. Okay. It doesn't require you to necessarily do the exact same things, but like if you can do this, you can you can fit this bar as well. Okay. Um so an RA is somebody that that is interested in 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 the rules and answering questions and helping out at events in some way shape or form, but doesn't have the skills and training for like uh, interacting with the players, figuring out how to do the investigations, how to actually do round turnover, um, what to do if there's some like conflict that's going on. Like this is just somebody that like has done some paperwork, 
to like prove that they know enough about the game that they can answer simple questions. So for instance, you know how um, you and, and some of your friends, when you guys have a question, like you'll reach out to me, you'll shoot me a message or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because like I've been judging for you for years now. But at the same time, like that's kind of what an RA is really great at is like, shoot me the question, give me the cards. Like It's like, hey, in this hypothetical situation, how does this work? RAs are great for that. Absolutely wonderful for that because they've got that knowledge. But for running events, for understanding how to seed a draft pod, why we do it the way we do it, and how your your round should or your your each round should flow after that, that training goes to the next like stage or the next level. That's a level one judge, or at least that's what a level one judge should be. So, like uh, the judges in training that we have in Pando would sure. be considered an RA technically. Uh, yes and no. So an um uh. Bree uh, Bree Clark uh, Bree Carol Clark <laughs> is one of my judgelings is what I've been calling them for a long time and in the past uh, I would have my judgelings go through and take the the rules advisor exam but that went away uh, two years ago a year and a half ago or so I think it's been at least two years um, and that would be part of their training because it would really uh, line up with some of like the the rules knowledge of like how do you cast a spell and stuff like that. But um, I'm not interested in just producing RAs or just producing level one judges. I'm pr- interested in producing like high quality judges. So Bree is super overqualified to be an RA, but she's just under what would be required for an L1 in under my guidelines. Um, Bree Bree could sit down and she could pass her L1 with with little ease, but like. I want her to be able to take it in the most confidence and come out of it on the other end, being like, "Yeah, I absolutely knew all that stuff from the beginning, and I'm and I'm just gonna crush it as soon as I walk out to an event." Much like how, uh, I think our most recent L one was uh, Canada, correct? Yeah, Mr. And Mr. He, Stephen Bray. He passed it with a hundred percent, right? He he crushed it a hundred percent. He just worked his first like really big major event at, at Gen, Gen Con. Con. And yeah, I didn't even see him. Then. He worked with Scott, right? Yep, he was working under Scott Marquardt, who's another fantastic Scott. judge. Scott is wonderful. Great person, great judge. Um, I hang out with that guy. You always tell me how awesome he is. And he I is. Just, I never, Scott's never great. never had a chance. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Scott and Jesse are like, like my two favorite. Jesse's LTs. wonderful. Jesse Myring's awesome too. But Scott, Scott's wonderful. His wife is freaking awesome. She's like a real-life hardcore like blacksmith. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying. I think I'm no guarantees, but little behind the scenes spoiler alert is I'm I'm got her working on like some assless chaps. No, <laughs> on like we our need... own personal bronze statue for our upcoming modern MCQ oh. later this year in September. Ooh. I think okay. that would be pretty fucking sweet. Okay. So um, we're, we're looking at that right now. Um, That'll be cool. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Canada. Canada crushed the whole thing and immediately had a thirst for for more, right? Uh, he 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 just wanted to build communities. He he got into judging because he finally had the time. He's always had an interest, but he but he wanted to be able to like have the ability to like really interact and reach people and push them toward our sealed deck league. It's his favorite event. It's it's a wonderful community driven event, and uh, it's laid back and chill. So he's. He's a real big pusher for that event, and uh, it, it helped push him through to judging. And he just wants to continue to spread that like magic is great, like come do more magic kind of mentality. So cool. that's been really good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's so an RA 
uh, would would Brie qualify? Not on paper because she hasn't taken that test because it doesn't exist. Okay. But would I tell her to do it? Yeah, probably as part of her upcoming training. Um, but like, is is she of just RA quality? No, she's a lot more than that. Like, she's she's RA is very basic in in my understanding or opinion of like judging as far as that goes if that yes, makes I've sense been, I've, oh it makes sense i'm not I've saying had... that ras are, are are like abysmal or anything no, like no. that. i'm saying that I ras is like this know. is your entry but point in the past because i've been around for so long mm-hmm. ra now <coughs> means zero compared to what ras used to be yeah there is no rules of ours so there. bad back then yeah like when it first when they first started like you know you could have anybody be a, a rules advisor yeah and it was just and you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about man that doesn't that's not how this works well i'm a rules advisor like i've i've done my certification so that's how it works man yeah and and that you know but and like sometimes that's right sometimes it's just wrong yeah that was years ago the big wrong part of that is that they don't have those soft skills training they don't have that player interaction training it's not just like what for instance Richie, if you ever had a, a judge interaction where you're like, I'm not sure it works like that, do you expect the judge to be like, well, you have the, the right to an appeal? Or do you expect the, the judge to say, well, I'm an L2, so that's, you know, for like, I'm doing it right. What, do you, what are you going to do about it? Uh, I expect them to say you have the right to the appeal. Right, and that's because they have those soft skills training. They have the like, okay, you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion about it. Let me see if I can get somebody else to back me up. In what I'm saying here, because you know I'm human. Sometimes I make mistakes. I'll be right back for you, sir. That kind of stuff. So I I, I scrolled down here, Chris, and um, for those people, um, maybe not just um, again going back to looking at it from the outside in as a player. Um, you know, people players only really know. I'd say about what, like maybe two things about judging, and one of them is uh, promos. Is promos right? Yeah, and so. We as as players, as maybe even those collectors, um, we hunger for those judge promos. Oh yeah, right? they're beautiful, right? Yeah. No, for real, they are. I know they are. I thought you were being sarcastic. No, I'm I'm dead serious. Shit. They're right. fucking gorgeous. You, okay. so, You've gotten a lot of them, haven't well, you? Thank you. I, I mean, not not as many as others. <laughs> well, thank, but thanks, what are you buddy. thanking him for? Well, for like you know, kind of like it's it's a little bit of recognition, or at least in the past. Because in the past, you had to actually like it was you had to be recommended for them, correct? Right. We had a program called the Exemplar Program, which was like, hey, you did something extraordinary, and an L two or L three has recognized that, and they feel that you should earn something for your your extra work. Here's a cool gift, and the gift was like a packet of judge foils. That's yeah, how those gotcha. got out of the world outside of like conferences. Okay, gotcha. It wasn't like how it appears to be now, where. If you pay it's for your membership, a, you yeah, will get it's a it's a benefit to having a good standing certification up to date and a, a, a fully paid membership. It is not a a membership. So that's fee, the future of like, judge do, Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. So like this this that you have actually on the screen now that I'm looking at it has that kind of laid out. Um, mm-hmm. Supposedly each year there'll be ten judge foils. Um, eight of them will be for like two waves of packets that you'll receive the first packet in January, the later packet in July. I think it's July. And then two will be specifically for conferences to still push judges to like go out, do these like training uh, things and stuff like that. Which by the way, I have a mock tournament judge conference coming up at the end of this month. And I was kind of hoping that Rich, you would uh, you'd be interested in helping out at that. Yeah, it uh, it depends on when it is, but if I oh no, you're gonna cancel everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> it'll it'll be fun. I'll tell you yeah, all about it. I, later. I I'm excited for it. So so now the new thing is 
is twice a year, you'll get a packet of cards, as long as you're in good standing and all this other stuff, right? Okay. Uh, and then you'll have a couple of these that are just to appear at the conferences as a, hey, thanks for coming out and participating yes. in the conference. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that the judge program, um, I think that's a very solid thing that you guys do. Yeah. Um, because it, it not only... And that's the other thing too. That's crazy that um, that these these people on the internet are talking about, and and they're just like, oh my god, you got to pay a membership fee, and so now you're going to be getting what, like probably three times your money, maybe even. Um, I mean, I so looking spend. at this board right now, say say you're an L one. Sure. You get. Hi, I I'm believe. An L1. Yeah, I believe you get one promo. Is he's, what he's it was L1 for five. being an L one. I, I get. So, I get one set of. Uh, yearly packets yeah. kind of thing. So, of, of these promos that we have on screen right now, Chalice of the Void, Monastery, Monastery Mentor, Mentor, Reflecting Pool, Yuriko, you can probably sell that Chalice of the Void for your entry fee. Probably, yeah. Okay. And, and, then, and that's one yeah. of the two packets and that when, I'm guaranteed to receive by being in good standing with my membership and my certification. Yes. As an L2, you get two, which I believe is 200 bucks. so same philosophy. Yeah. Sell your Chalices, get them out into the community. Yep. You have the rest of your promos or whatever. Yep. And as an L3, you get a play set, yep. which $400, sell yep. your chalices. Now, so to me, it all seems pretty straightforward. I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> I'm trying my best to hate this program with everybody else on the internet. I'm serious. Yeah, well, the, the, but you the, gotta, the you players gotta show are, it to me. A lot of a lot right. of these people that are upset yeah. are people that are not judging that don't have an Yeah, I was going to say, program. from what I've seen on like Twitter and Facebook, it's more the players that seem upset, not the judges. Or the Reddit one's like, really awful too. It's like well, I don't an, get on an, that. anonymity is, is no sometimes on Reddit, toxic. Do they? Well, they well, Judge Academy was like, hey, we understand there's a lot of like feedback going on, and like we <sighs> want to be a part of it, we want to answer your questions. So they didn't ask me anything, an AMA on Reddit, and it went pretty well, except for like they kind of put their foot in the mouth a few times. Uh, I feel like they really misrepresented themselves as a business a couple times. That these are not. To my understanding, uh, business professionals. I don't think anybody there is like a marketing major or anything, or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Um, they don't have like a Josh Warren working I th- there. I think that outside of like Tim Shields, nobody has done a company of this kind of like um, job posting board equivalency. And they and so sometimes they answered questions, and it, it made it very clear that they didn't know how things were going to work and weren't sure that that was even something that they should have been thinking about before. And it's like, ah, guys, like... That's not what you want to say. That's not what you want to at least put forward. If somebody puts a new idea in your company's head, then, like, okay, cool, that's awesome for you guys to, like, talk about internally, but, like, you want to at least make it seem like, okay, yeah, that's that's great feedback. You know, that's something that we've been discussing internally. Unfortunately, right now, I don't have a, a direct answer that I can give you. Because this is all still a big process. This is something that we've only... I think in this FAQ, they talk about how they've only been working on this for about four and a half months, which is mm-hmm. kind of in line with my, my timeline. I thought that before I read this that they were doing about three months, so yeah. I was excited to see that they had a little this bit extra kinda, time. This is kind of in the beta, beta testing, I'm yeah. guessing. But they're just getting it out because, like, it takes... When you when you want to produce something, uh, even I know um, with, with our business that... If you're gonna do something, it's it's not gonna it's not overnight. No. You can't just develop a um, you know what this is is the academy. You can't just develop an academy and be like, oh okay, yeah, it, we worked it out in a month. It's good to go. I think you and I, when we were just putting together our stream show, mm-hmm. um, I think we talked about that and started laying things out on paper and stuff like that for uh, at least a month mm-hmm. beforehand. And that compared to this, yeah. is is small change, you know? Yeah, I mean shit. Like uh, we're working on our. Um, 
our store right now mm-hmm. online yeah. and getting up like just t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that um on shopify and i mean it is like we only it's get work, to work baby. on it like twice a week it's work you know and it's gonna take us probably six months to get that thing looking yeah. like a real shopify store yeah. you know or yeah, like absolutely. Our, even like our patreon like all that stuff our stream yeah our our stream that you know we're on every single day almost except for what two days right now or one day well, sa- well saturday we don't have anybody stream actual magic the gathering yes. but we do our podcast we today. do our podcast on monday and then we yeah. don't have a set streamer for saturday yeah and so i mean we're on six days a week and want to stream for mom's basement games Shoot us an email at games at <laughs> yahoo.com. Don't bring up the Yahoo. He actually knows the email. I'm impressed. Yeah, I fucking know that email. Oh, don't bring up the Yahoo. How many times have you sent to that email? I've had to try and log into that email. That's the frustrating part is Yahoo email. Yeah. Yikes. So, um, you know, and it's, you. it's no it's no flex. You know, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, we've got Oh, yeah, stuff. we use Yahoo. Ugh. We, you know. Um, AOL, motherfucker. I, I can, again... As a business owner, um, look at this through that through those eyes and yeah. say, I, fi- "I don't. I'm not sure where the uh, the bad uh, where's it coming from misconception. Yeah, yeah, from? We right? have to I'll spend money. Rip rip your ears, indeed. So yeah, the like, the real the real misconception is that judges have been getting all this stuff for free." Why is Wizards of the Coast now going to charge them? But it's well, not Wizards, Wizards of the Coast, of the Coast is, yeah. Wizards of the Coast is trying to separate themselves and protect themselves as a business, as any business in their right That's mind cool. should. That's really good. Judge Academy is the old judge program leadership trying to hang on to and maintain their program that existed in a new form so that Wizards will continue to agree to work with them. Okay. Uh, this is how the judge program stays organized. This is how uh, promos, promos continue to be created. Because they don't make the the judge academy is not the one that makes the promos. No. It is wizards, correct? And this is and this is where this gets to the heart of like, are are we going to even cover our overhead? And I think that yes, they're at least covering their overhead. But for what they need to do to make this thing con- a continuing expense and making sure that they have experienced expert people, mm-hmm. passionate people working behind this, uh, not just like judges that also are bioengineers because they know bioengineering and they know judging. Do they know business and marketing? Uh, probably not, you know? Yeah, correct. But anyways, uh, to pay for all of that kind of stuff, well, they need to bring in money. And if you're just charging your, I don't know, uh, 16 or 6,000, whatever it may be, hundreds of thousands of members, like, sure, like, you get there. But with what the judge program is and the little bit of fall off that we're going to have and then the slow regrowth of getting people into this new program... Mm-hmm. Like, you would probably just break even. Yeah, and I'd like to... I think that that's not what's happening here, though, already. Because behind the scenes here, there's a conversation between Wizards of the Coast, Judge Academy, and Judge Academy and Asmodee Games. What's Asmodee Games? Have you heard of the very popular card game called Keyforge? Yeah. Well, then you've heard of Asmodee Games. Asmodee Games is a very big board game producer. Okay. Um, uh, they, they do a bunch of stuff, and... Uh, Keyforge, I almost forgot its name there, has been a very growing in popularity game. It's great for like show up, get the deck, crack it open, play, have fun kind of mechanic. It's very simple, straightforward. You don't really need to bring all that much with you. You don't have to like, come with like, oh, what's what's the meta going to be like and stuff like that. Sure. It's it's more mm-hmm. just like, this is my deck. It's already pre-built. Let's play. Let's have some fun kind of thing. So when you do that in person and you do that at large scale, like you want to hold a Keyforge event at say Gen Con or, or Comic Con or whatever else, 
Um, you got to get to a point where you have staff that understand your game enough to run it mm -hmm. and answer questions about it. Well, those people are normally called judges, and uh, judges don't work for free, and judges don't learn for free generally either. It's like uh, in the past, like experience has been a big part of like uh, our payment. It's like we're learning from somebody that knows really well, mm -hmm. but there is nobody that understands KeyForge on like a judge kind of certification level. So instead, um, the the payment is going to be uh, is going to have to come in to make a development of that program. That's what Judge Academy is. It's we are a company that is willing to develop training modules and then certify people so that they meet uh, so that they meet your needs to make sure that your events and your games go smoothly. So this isn't even just magic. This is not just magic. This is this is Asmodee games, KeyForge. Potentially Transformers in the future, which does come from Hasbro. Mm. Um, so is this just Hasbro games then, or no, 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 because no. because Asmodee Cause is Asmodee its, is own, its own, own separate thing. company. Got it. So so Judge Academy's here, Wizards of the Coast over here, and Asmodee over here, and these people come and talk to these people, and then these people produce trained people and say, hey, these are the guys that can help you out. Go and give them money. <laughs> so this is a company that is basically developing training so that they can produce or at least certify and say yes this person knows what they're doing they're who you want to staff for your event you know i used to think it was crazy that you know at like i don't know midnight after i've had too much to drink that and i wanted taco bell mm -hmm. and i thought to myself how am i gonna get that taco bell yeah taco bell's closed and some fucking genius thought i'm gonna deliver it to his oh ass. that's even better <laughs> That's the new age yeah. Taco and Bell so stuff. You can order. DoorDash. You can just yeah. DoorDash, mm -hmm. Taco Bell, and Uber I mean, Eats. Yeah. What I'm yeah. What I'm trying to say here is they're just figuring out a way to make things just a little bit smoother. Yes. And they're also, you know, they're the middleman. Yes. But, you know, who gets paid? Middleman. Middleman gets paid. Middleman gets paid because they're doing the work and they're figuring it out. They got the overhead. They've got to create these things yes. from nothing. Yes. And so. Um, basically, that's what it is. They're just developing um, this business, right. you know, so, that's going to help the community. So, to the judges that are like, you know, why why should I pay you for something that I'm that I've been getting for free for years through uh, yes. the Judge Apps website, which is kind of like our main headquarters for Judge Program stuff, mm -hmm. is like, well, you shouldn't pay us for that stuff because that's not the stuff that we're going to produce. We're going to produce new stuff based on better that old stuff, stuff and yep. it's going to be better it's going to be modern it's going to be more user uh user centric friendly. And, and friendly yeah um and we're also going to develop for these games and produce certified people for this and that and we're going to put you in touch with these organizers when you reckon when we recognize your skills and how quickly you uh advance and all those kind of things so eventually do you see you mentioned that they're already in the talks so like keys keyforge do you eventually see this going to like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Ah, Pokemon. there it is! There it is. That's the main one. Is I guarantee you, as soon as this announcement went out, Konami was looking at the Judge Academy and being like, hey, how how do you guys work? Can can we set up a meeting? I guarantee you that among amongst all this chaos, Konami is either reaching out or they are watching intently <laughs> for what the Judge Academy can provide. Because from from not the direct inside but from like the tournament organizer standpoint who works with Konami on a fair amount of things, including regionals and stuff like that, 
Their judge program really needs work. Yeah, it is I've, not the magic judge program. I've never heard anything good about the Yu-Gi-Oh! So judge I, program. I don't know. Where, I can't remember her last name. I think it starts with an H. But uh, but the person that's in charge of all their, their judge program stuff, her name is Julia, and she works for Konami. And she's really nice, but she's also really busy. Okay. So their judge program does not advance as quickly as ours does and, and adjust to problems and stuff like that. So, so if they could, if Konami... Who, when Wizards started getting sued by the judges, uh, this is what they did with their judge program, and nobody blew up about it for some reason. Oh, it's because it's not as big a deal. Their judge program is an internal thing that doesn't get as much press. What they did is they had their judges all have to sign a waiver to maintain their certification that said that basically um, we understand we are not employees and we waive all rights to sue you on any grounds and basis thereof. Mm-hmm. So all those lawsuits that came out uh, for Wizards, Konami was like, oh, we got to get ahead of this, like, ship it. Like, it wasn't like, how do we restructure this and make this better? It was just like, no, we need everyone to just, like, to stop seeing yeah, us. We need everyone to, like, not even have a chance at, 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 at getting anything out of this. So, Chris, so, I got a question for you. Sure. Um, where, where do you want to see... Um, that was a sliding glass door. Where do you want to see this this judge program go like now that they're they're kind of they're setting it off to the side and they're saying hey listen um this isn't just gonna be the same old same old program that we had in the past Mm -hmm. uh we'd like to take it a little bit more serious we'd like to develop it um we'd like to uh basically look at it as it's, it's very similar to like tournament organizing sure um like if you were just to open up your own tournament organization and um, you know, make your own judges, and you know, get them all certified. It's same thing. Which right? is what would have happened here if this didn't happen? Yes, it would have just became like somebody would have picked up a company, right? And then boom, that's right. it, right? Now, well, well, well. CFB. So, Star City Games, they have a, a core team. They have a team that rotates. I think it's like every year or every six to eight months. Okay. There are a set of judges that are very experienced, like judges that have been doing it for years and been and have done it all kind of thing yeah these are the people that are in charge of like staffing basically the rest of the event picking out and training the new judges and making sure that everything goes smoothly that is their core team these are people that are contracted through scg to do this for each and every one of their events for that that time allotment if the judge program had fallen to the wayside wizards would have told cfbe to create their own core team you've got to and maintain it and train it and that would have been it you know who would have suffered all your local magic. Yep. All the judge program projects that exist within judge program. Judge Which I know you did a stuff. bunch of them, didn't you? I've done a bunch of them. I've done a lot of behind the scenes ones that work directly with TOs and stuff like that. And it's work, man. And you you really do kind of do that stuff because you just have the passion for it and you want to grow it. It's not that anybody is like, hey, man, if you do this, I'm going to give you some foils. Like, it, it, it's not that. That's not what the, the heart of the judge program truly is. That's just a bonus. And in all honesty, this still what it is. We're just now paying so that somebody maintains the course mm-hmm. and is getting like the money that's necessary to pay people to do it professionally and produce these new things for the ever-changing world. Okay, so now what... I, I, I kinda <coughs> where do, do I want to see it? I, I want to do a two-part question, okay. right? Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, where do you want to see this go? Sure. Okay. And then I'll, I'll get you back on track for the second one because okay. it'll probably be like 30 <laughs> fucking minutes. We'll be, we'll be talking um, about uh, yeah, DBZ so at that point. Where do you, you want to see this thing go? Okay. And what 
are the negativity slash what are the pitfalls for this thing? How could this thing go wrong? And it, I think is I think yeah. as players, I think that's Great what questions. every that's what everybody wants to know is um, where does this need to go slash where do you want it to go? Because yeah. you're a judge, you're sure. here, you're ingrained in this. This is your community. This is what you want to see yeah. happen overall in a good way. And second, uh, how can this thing turn to shit? Yeah. And that's what and it can. that's what players want to hear because. If we as players don't have judges, well then, we're we're kind of fucked, right? Sure. Or we have to have, you know, those old school RAs that we talked about, uh, mm -hmm. you know, for a little while. That, you know, it just it's it's just gonna be bad. So go I ahead. first of all, I want to see because you mentioned the RAs. I want this to produce an RA program mm -hmm. that produces like fully respectable RAs, not just like oh that that's Tim. He he answers our question. He's kind of a dick, but like he he did the RA or the yeah. RA test. Like, that was never a fun thing that did exist within the old program. Correct. Um, I want this to produce somebody that gives a damn and, yeah, and maybe absolutely. cares about going a little bit further. I'm not saying it has to be a stepping stone. I don't think any of these levels should be stepping stones to the next one. I don't think that's the heart of this at all. I would love to see this continue to grow, continue to like be a, like, hey, other companies come talk to us, we're the professionals, we'll make this happen, by the way, bring your checkbook. I want Konami to show up at the table and be like, hey, we want to separate ourselves from our judge program as much as possible so that we don't have any kind of liabilities and stuff, and we just want uh, we want you guys to make sure that we have more trained individuals and that they're easily identifiable, so on and so forth, mm -hmm. um, and that you know they're just good at what they do. That's what I want to see out of this. I want this to continue to grow and prosper, and I want it to be uh, a full-on company i feel like that's not quite what they're pushing for but i think that this is an excellent step towards something that could be hugely beneficial Correct. for if the they, magic community if they in take general. this seriously and they develop it and they put time into it and mm -hmm. effort um you think that it can be a good thing right absolutely i think i think that if they get the right people in the right places um speaking and and working and the ones that work behind the scenes on the right projects I feel like this can be a true business. Yeah, because like, listen, we don't have, we don't have. There's no kickbacks coming to us for us to sit here and talk sure, about. Oh, sure, sure, oh, sure. Oh man, this is gonna be awesome. And like, no. if this is, if the, no. you really thought this was gonna be dog shit, you know, I, I want to hear it. You I know? would tell you how pissed off I was if I thought this was gonna be dog shit. But I'm gonna. Chris tell likes you, to get pissed off. Yeah, so. absolutely. For the last year at least, I've been working behind the scenes to try and make some of these changes actually happen. And a bunch of the time, I've gotten that like, oh well. You know, there's kind of already internal talks about that, so we'll bring that back up in the future. And I'm just like, okay, cool, I'm excited, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that almost everything that's here is is definitely for the best, is a, cool. the step in the right direction. Cool. But it needs, it needs the proper oversight. It needs the people that are business-minded. You're not trying to, like, become super multi-millionaire company or anything like that. But this should be, like, we're trying to develop professionals, and we're going to send those professionals around the world to make more professionals. Um, there's a there's a, a mention in here that uh, I got clarification from them on, but there's a mention in here about uh, requiring L2 shadowing when necessary for certification of an L1. That's kind of an old practice that we that we would do, uh, and, and it's very effective. It's basically what all my judges do with me. It's like, I have to see you do it. I can't just like get an email from somebody, a state over and be like, hey, can you test me real quick on this? Because I'm like, no. Right. I, I'm not going to sign off that I know that you know how to do these things. I've never seen you do them. Prove to me that you can do it. That's what shadowing is. Mm -hmm. You follow me around. You see what I do. 
I follow you around. I see if you can you can do it too. And that was something that was already in effect. Correct? That was already in effect, right? But this company that was more of like a recommendation. <laughs> okay. um, and now this company is saying that like there's a potential for that to become a requirement. Well, if you're going to require that, and this applies to so many things else within this company, if you're going to require that, well, then you're going to need staff. This company is all about making sure that people are paid for the work that they're done, like actually paid, not just compensated with like a box or or some promos or something like that. No, paid. Yes. We're going to 1099 you. We're going to contract yes. you out. We're going to bring you on. You're going to be an employee. You Again, know? no. So just wrapping, wrapping it all the way back down to the business. Don't be man. tired. Don't be tired. You got you got to pay people money. You got to pay. So judges pay. are going to be getting paid cash now. Yo, yeah, they'll be they'll be contracted employees. So they'll they'll pick somebody up for like six months and they say, hey, we're going to ship you up and down the East Coast. We need you to go to these different events, uh, PAX East, Gen Con, blah, 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 and now, we need you to have training seminars. If you, if they were smart, it would be just like, you know, maybe there'd be an app for that, right? Sure. Where there's stuff going on, and you can go in there and accept that shit and be like, oh, I'd love to go there, hell yeah, yeah. The trouble, sign me up. The trouble up. with that is that mentoring is... It's, it's an exhausting process that somebody has to be not only willing to do under you, but willing to do uh, through another person. Like, it, it's 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 a give and take, for sure. It's not just like, a, oh, well, I show up and I watch you do stuff, and yeah, okay, check the box. It's like, no, I care about your progress, and I want to see you progress. So i got to find the best ways to make that happen. Mm-hmm. That's mentoring. That's the, the true heart of it. Um but this company, I think, could be something that, that generates those kind of jobs and positions, things that judges have wanted, some judges have wanted for basically <laughs> ever. They want to do this because they're so passionate about it. They want this to be their full-time job, their full-time career. Getting comp- getting contracted to the to this company, this Judge Academy, yeah, to I do know. something like that, to like go to conferences or to organize conferences that you then do special training at and special seminars at or something like that, mm-hmm. like... That's a lot of, that's a lot of judges' dream is to be able to do that and to be able to then support themselves doing it, not just like, do it as an extra fun thing where then I have to turn around and, and hope to sell these foils or these boxes or whatever yeah. it may be. I know this like really really super handsome, short, fat red bearded guy oh. that did that. Okay. With magic cards. Um, I thought you were talking. You were. I thought so you were, I thought you were slowly leading to me. Yeah, so did and, I. And then I was like, "What are you talking about? I'm no. I'm, I'm fucking tall as shit. My driver's he license was, says I'm five ten. You know, he was. And really, then he said fat, and I was just like, "Wait, what? Well, Chris is. Thank you, Rich. And then he said, Thank "Red you, beard." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's because of your diet, by the way. Josh's diet is to eat half the food and then push the rest toward me. That's how. That's how he's like stayed so trim. Listen, don't don't gum up the podcast with boring <laughs> talk. All right, shut your mouth. So it's an effective diet. Shut, shut your mouth. So. I also had a hobby where I played a bunch we, of We can't talk cards. about that on this podcast, Josh. <laughs> 18 and over, baby. Um, I had a hobby, and I've, I've had many people tell me, hey, man, you don't want to turn your hobby into a job because yeah. then you're fucked. Yeah. Then you're going to hate your hobby. Yeah, that, that old saying, um, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That? Fucking absolute bullshit. <laughs> absolute bullshit. Listen, I love what I do. It's still fucking work. I, I would. It, you got to fucking pay me. I'm I'm still that I'm, wait I don't you, care. you don't just get store credit from I, I am not just a fucking volunteer. <laughs> hey, I I still love my job, and I still help to mentor people like Richie. Right, Richie's a perfect example. Like I still am in that capacity to where um, he's on the financial side also now, and he's getting paid real money, mm-hmm. and he's seeing that okay. Hey, look, 
you can make money off of this, um, you know, and you don't have to just um, just do it as a hobby. Right. If you want to, if you want to get paid, you got to go hard. But that's the thing. When you say it takes a lot of time, it takes. Yeah, you have to. Like Richie got here at nine o'clock this morning. What time is it? Seven thirty. Mm-hmm. It's seven twenty, right? He's still sitting here. He rocks. You know, a hundred percent. And that is a lot of time. Like he probably wants to be vegged out in front of his his TV right now at home, but he's putting in the extra work because he loves this game. He loves what he does, and it's the same thing for you. Absolutely, I love everything Absolutely. except my boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's a, a prick. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> No, I, I 100% agree, Josh. Um, and and that's not to say, like, if you're really interested and passionate about judging, then you shouldn't maybe try and jump on, like, some of the positions that will open up because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, no, understand that, like, it's still going to it's gonna be work. It's not just going to be, oh, I'm just having a good time doing my judge thing whenever I want. I can, I can, with a hobby, you can set it down whenever you want, right? When it's work, you have this responsibility. Yes, you, you have to accomplish these goals. If you do not something somewhere suffers yeah and it's you know it is going to be your guys's responsibility uh to take that all of this stuff mm-hmm. and make it positive <laughs> and keep it going because we as players need you guys to do that so yeah. you guys have to take this seriously even if there's a few things in here that you don't like change that shit you Absolutely. know Absolutely. make make things better about this so um, yeah, we we got to move on to the next thing, Chris. So but you wanna know I, mean, how it goes I want bad? you to. Is it? Yeah, I okay. want you to. Yeah, you you got to let us know what what can go wrong here. What can go wrong here is that they literally just do a new coat of paint. This is a different name, same old program, mm-hmm. and some people kind of are pushing like that's what it should be. I'm totally against that. Um, it it needed to change because it was a dying system. It wasn't sustainable. Just because we've inserted money into it does not make it sustainable or uh, beneficial it's still stagnant at that point it can't just be a new coat of paint it needs to be about growth it needs to be about developing new processes it needs to be modernized yes it's it it needs to be a business and it needs to have people that are dedicated to that business it can't just be people that are doing the business in their spare time because then again it's work you have a responsibility if it if something falls to the wayside because you run out of time or whatever else you like, need to be to blame. Something else suffers. And this is a company. So when somebody at the top starts fucking up, it screws everybody else up down here. And you know who really gets kicked? It's the guy on the front line who everybody sees. He's the guy standing there that's doing the judge calls or whatever. And it's like, well, uh, there was this issue with the rulings, and this is how we were told to do it, and there hasn't been word on it since, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that that kind of shit could totally happen. Um, okay. This, this being kind of its own new nightmare for potential uh, lawsuits, uh, I think is also uh, somewhere that this could go. Is that could it could just turn into another company that has to immediately shield itself and hasn't done so well. One of the things that was that was said, I think, in the the Reddit AMA, it was kind of showing them putting their foot in their mouth right away, uh, but showed also this their good intentions behind everything they're doing. Okay. However, if their lawyer was sitting next to him, I'm pretty sure he would have been like, you don't you don't post that. Uh, said something along the lines of like, um, you know, how do you expect people to actually like pay for this and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, this is ridiculous having to pay a membership fee. And the, the answer from Judge Academy um, uh, was something along the lines of, well, 
we understand that it's that it's a cost it's a new cost but we were hoping to offset some of that cost by providing members with uh, these promo cards and that I think in a, in a court of law, you can easily draw a line between the promo cards and a monetary value at that point. Because how do you offset a hundred US dollars with cardboard that are literally game pieces that the, the producer of which says our game pieces have no monetary value. Yeah. We own our game pieces in that regard. You don't get to assign a value to them. Mm -hmm. We all understand the secondary market exists. Yep. Any legal entity is not able to acknowledge the second secondary market even if they wanted to simply because they open themselves up to lawsuits it's like oh we are now associating money or or a value to this piece of cardboard and i'm going to hand you this cardboard to kind of offset some of those those costs that you got coming down the line correct because it, it's a it's a market and it, it changes right. and and if you don't say any of that then it's like it it should be pretty obvious i mean you guys got it right away it's like oh i i pay a hundred dollars i i get some promos and i could sell just the chalice and probably make that right that was richie yes and that's what i'm saying as a, as a player you you're able to see this stuff right but and as I a don't, legal company, a yes, for-profit company, I just don't. You can't say that. Yeah, I don't know where the disconnect here is. Where yeah. if everybody's going to start getting promos, I mean, what are you going to yeah. say that it's going to flood the market? I mean, well, I don't. I, think I don't so. think so. No, I don't think not. so. But on top of that, like this is more guaranteed promos. Where in the past, like you could be an L one for years and years. Uh, Kevin Gwynn is one of my judges, and he's a fantastic Worst judge. judge I've ever. Oh, met shut my your life. face. <laughs> uh, Kevin Gwynn is a fantastic. Hey, judge. Hey, hey, you've met Chris. Yeah. Listen, I'm I, right here. I'm I a like, bad guy, though. No. I like Kevin, man. I, I just I don't get to talk. That's another guy. I don't get to talk to him. Anymore. I had to get I had Good to guy. get to know Kevin too. He's he's, he's quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Good I love dude. him. I love him to death. He's 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 pulled me out of a jam many a time. Um, but Kevin is a fantastic L1 judge that cares about his local community, his local store. He's, he's dedicated to that. Yeah. He comes there every uh -huh. Friday after work. Keeps even. up on his training. He's passionate about it. He has fun with it and stuff like that. And, uh, judging to him has always been a fun hobby that he that he cares to kind of like get involved in and give back with kind of thing. But nothing beyond that. And a lot of judges kind of treat L1 as a stepping stone to L2. Like, you're not a real judge unless you're an L2. And that's just not true. Most judges are L1s. That is the giant basis of it. Mm -hmm. um, so Kevin Gwynn is is one of those excellent, fantastic judges that has been an L1 for a long period of time and has very rarely received recognition for that in the form of like those exemplar promos type sure. stuff. Yep. It's because he doesn't go out and interact with L2s at big events, stuff like that, so they can't see him and recommend him and then him getting this extra promo stuff. Well, so now, this is like, hey, if you we're going to make sure you get some actual payback for the work that you're doing. Pay is probably a bad word, but like some actual recognition Rewards. for yeah that's exactly what Listen, benefits our lawyers aren't here bro you don't have to Shut worry up. about it i'm trying to i'm trying to really frame it you know, <laughs> know. but it's, listen, it's, if you weren't such a piece of shit and you would become an l2 so i'm thinking about <laughs> just gonna with smoke this no you program, so are you actually thinking about becoming an l2 because no, i'm, I'm wondering what the new Kevin. processes the new processes are going to be i've thought about that too yeah you could start giving back to the people that need it insider right? baseball piece of crap L L two oh. is not always as fun as it might. Insider sound. baseball. Are, yeah. are you the pitcher or the catcher? Oh, straight up pitcher. I can't catch for shit. Oh, so Josh is the catcher. <sighs> yeah. Who's on first? Exactly. All right, yeah. good. Yeah. All right, and uh, that was a great podcast. Everyone <laughs> have a uh, great week. No, this this thing this thing can definitely go tits up. Um, but it that's can. only if they they try to treat it exactly like the old program as, sure. a, as opposed to being like this is a new thing you're paying for stuff we're going to start producing stuff and we're going to 
continue to push. Okay. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of danger that's here. But the people that are immediately like the sky is falling, it's it's fucking not. Yeah. Like it's okay. there's there's a little bit of darkness on the horizon, but like it it'll probably clear up before it even gets to you. I like that. Ch- chill the fuck out. Yeah. So do you feel like you've you've now come on the on the podcast? I love being here by the way. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah really that, that was great. I love you, man. Yeah. Love Anytime you, you want to come on, let us know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but do you feel like, in, in in a serious note, like, do you feel like you've gotten off your chest kind of like what you needed to talk about? Yeah, I hope so, because there's been a lot of that, like, think, Chris, oh, how yeah, do you feel about this thing? Like, are you going to stop judging and stuff like that? I was like, absolutely not. Hell no. Absolutely not. What this, would you do? Play, like, more uh, play, Frontier? Play World money. of Warcraft? I would play Keyforge, because obviously that's where the money's at. You'd play more Frontier, because that's the only... Dude, Frontier, ever done I don't care who says magic. what. Frontier was fun. It didn't get enough time to really work itself out. Oh, here we Maybe go. it'll come back like Brawl. Who knows? Dude, oh, wait, no. It's it, uh, weird. It's what, what's that new format's uh, name? Uh, uh, historic? Man. Historic. There historic. we go. Because it was named after a magic mechanic for uh, God knows what reason. Tricky, tricky. Naming is hard. Mythic this, mythic that. Well, Let's that. call it historically I'm mythic. Glad, I'm glad you got the, all this off your chest. And I, I wanted you to be able to come and talk about this stuff because for me, uh, for most of us, I not don't. This is gonna sound harsh, but I could give a shit less about this, right? It's not a big thing for and you. It yes, doesn't have to because be because it's not part of my life, right? And every day, but it is. It's part of my hobby. It's part of my job because if I don't have magic judges at tournaments, <laughs> I don't sell magic cards, right? Right. And so, um, for me to just sit here and be like, oh, I don't care about it. Uh, why am I even talking about this? Um, that's wrong because yeah. I everybody that's part of this game, that's part of this culture, uh, should care about this, and um, they should at least look into it a little bit. Right? They, should, they should at least make sure that their, that their local judges or uh, interested um, potential rules advisors um, are looking on the positives of this. Yeah. And that is that, sure, you pay some X amount of money a year, but you're probably looking at a good return on that, Plus, you're going to bolster your own skills and mm-hmm. be able to market yourself to potentially do more if that's really what you want to do. And if not, well, then you're just you're just going to kick ass for your local community, which is just going to grow and love you to death and exactly make you your own personal fake cards and other beautiful oddities here and there. Yeah. Like exactly what you mentioned is why I feel like I I've been so interested in like caring about this is like you mentioned it comes down to your local judges. You yeah, know? That's, the that's people really you see each is. and every week. Like. Yep. The judges I see every week are you, Kevin, Dave, and all these people who, you know, really care about our yep. community and care about the game. So in return, I want to make sure that everything's going to be fine for them. Yep. Yeah, we just want to just uh, basically uh, educate everybody. Yeah. You know, that's it. Sky's not falling. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Good. If, if, if you're interested in the new program, awesome. If Good. it's not within your budget, now. Talk. Talk to talk to your friends. I think that somebody can help you get started. I really like, do. Uh, cool. I know Pando has a really oh yeah a really uh, uh, th- now th- this, this this one's really stroking myself off for sure. So uh, Pandemonium Games and Hobbies has agreed to support our. We've always been in support of of judging and and its training and all that stuff that that we do because we understand the importance of it and how big it pays off for mm-hmm. for the communities. Uh, at our events, so we we as a company have decided that we're going to cover uh, the membership fees 
for our judges, um, and that being judges that like will do some basic tasks of working X a number of events kind of thing, sure. passing some like training things with me, customer service and stuff like that. Kissing babies, kissing babies, shaking hands. Shaking if you hands. can That's do good. that with pandemonium, then yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll we'll pay for your membership, which today. is awesome. Yeah. That's not even really a flex. That's just like you guys taking care of each other. Because it's the it's really not. It, to use Brandon's words, uh, the owner of Panama Games and Hobbies, he said, "It's the right thing to do." Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, just help each other out. Like if if somebody can't uh, get into the program and they want to get in, I mean, what's a hundred bucks? You know, we'll f- we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure all come it out together. versus someone who will yeah. actually or, care. And... Or hell, you're you're a struggling <laughs> college kid, and your sh- and your store's not very big, and they and they yeah. can't afford it because maybe you you're not there all the time. Why Do not? the RA. The RA position has a free position. You don't pay anything if you if you want if you got a little bit extra money, you want to pay that fifty dollars. You get a little bit of swag yearly, like some cool sleeves or maybe even a shirt or something. That's awesome. I have a question. I have an answer. Why? 42. Why? Yeah, I don't know if it's 40. It was 43. Damn it. It's 69. Um, <laughs> why haven't you guys started a GoFundMe yet? For what? For the Academy. Why hasn't Pandemonium? Or, no, Or no. why hasn't the judge? Why isn't the internet? Oh. All these people out there savaging each other and crying and whining. I'll donate. That's really clever. I'll donate right now. That's really clever. You know why? Let's start it. Because the majority of people that are savaging are just doing that initial emotional reaction when they don't understand what's Listen, going on. I don't want to have Or they're to, just not judges. I don't want to I don't want to have to maintain this. I don't want any more you extra get work running, on my right? plate, but I would love to I'd love to have somebody out there um, start a GoFundMe for this and I would definitely donate like thir- 3 or 4 cents, you know. Sure. And then uh, like, you, if you got if you got to make donate. it to 50 bucks, we, we got some we got some bulk basic land back there. <laughs> we can probably donate those towards the judges. I've uh, got some I got some used sleeves in the back room over here that Jesus I can donate. Gravity. No, but um, that's that's definitely something that you guys should think about. Um, you should email someone mm, about that. I, I think that maybe come next year when they say, hey everybody, um, the L two is going up by 20, 50 bucks. The L three isn't moving at all, and the L one is going to. 175 if not $200, um, then uh, then maybe we'll have this conversation about, eh, maybe maybe that's a little bit much, maybe some more people need a little bit of extra help. Hell, okay. this this company didn't even, as far as I can tell through like the AMA, they didn't even think about doing like a uh, a yearly like payment plan, like a monthly kind of thing, like, a, oh, I'll, I'll pay 16 bucks this month and be covered for the next few months and just continue like that. That's easily something that this, this for-profit business can set up uh, as soon as they get more of the wheels on the spokes here you know they're, they're just getting that started makes up. no sense you're an idiot is as soon right. as they get more horses so in let's... front of the wagon I, okay. I prefer to have more horses in the back yeah <laughs> now um i want to show you guys now uh for those of you listening on on uh soundcloud there's hands. probably no one listening on soundcloud because it's an hour and 32 minutes in can but... i tell you guys that, like i no, I, no, no, I like listening to the soundcloud uh, like more than watching, right? Because a lot yeah, of the time fine. I put you on in the car when yeah, I drive to or from work. I actually work. do the same thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think like anybody. Ha- I don't allow. think anybody has an hour and a half car ride though. They're uh, never sure. making it through. Sure, this. but there's a lot of. Well, there you go. There's a few of them. Um, but but yeah, there's. Uh, I think that there's a lot of people that like will pick it up and put it down. Like you listen to like audiobooks and stuff. Like maybe I'm dating myself now. Wait a second. Uh, you think I, Josh? I like listening to books? to books on the road sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> He must be so exciting. So now I, I wanted to talk about uh, the new Chalice of the Void that you guys are going to be getting in your exemplar packs. Uh, well, they're I'm not exemplar pro- packs anymore. This is just your membership. Your membership. Oh, it's not exemplary. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. In your this membership, is a membership packs. benefit. Excuse me. In your membership yeah. packs. Sure. So I kind of wanted to talk about that, and this is going to be pretty cool, right? So it's fucking beautiful. Um, it Seth is beautiful. McKinnon has just been killing it. Yeah, over so, and over again. Um, this is this is the old art from yeah, MPGO. Yeah. For those of you watching, um, I just wanted to show you the art of this and and show you guys how beautiful this thing is, and um, this is definitely so go. Yeah, it's going to be. You know, it's going to cover. Most likely, this just this one card is going to cover your your membership. So um, yeah, and, it's pretty and, cool. And people are like, "Well, what what about when these promos, these good promos, run out, and you're just getting like a bunch of garbage in your packet?" I don't think that's going to happen we anymore. Ran out of old promos. I mean, we've had some bad judge promos. You got promos where we're like, "What what the hell, man?" Like I ISO, well, I don't even remember what it's called. ISO something or other. Isochronic scepter? No, it wasn't scepter. It was like a prism of some kind. Sure. But anyways, um. I don't think it's going to happen anymore because I think part of the negotiations with Wizards was like, hey, if we're going to do this, like, you got to meet us at the table and have somebody dedicated to, like, kind of negotiating what these promos are going to be. And we have to make sure that they're they're going to be decent. Um, Brian Pillerman, who is uh, an L3 from the Southeast, uh, has been with the program for a super long time. He was in charge of, like, the Exemplar stuff. And Wizards just wasn't willing to negotiate on what the cards would be, really, in the past. But since this kind of change, they said that they will appoint Gavin Verhe uh, to literal judge promo negotiations going forward. And that um, Brian's a man of his word. So when he says that they're going to make sure that these are cards that judges want, I at least can understand that as are of value. So I don't think that like these things running out of, of value... Um, is going to be something that we're going to see potentially ever if done well. And Gavin, I've met Gavin, very passionate guy, very, very smart business-minded guy. Um, when he, when, when he, when he's got his work mask off, he's he's all about just playing the game and stuff like that. But when he's in work mode, very business-minded, and I appreciate the hell out of that. So I, I think that uh, he's he's the right kind of person to put in charge of this. Good. Yeah. The. Uh the other place we might uh, see this Chalice of the Void shortly will be uh, on MTG Finance. Josh, what do you mm. what do you think about the finance going on? Right yeah, now? so I think this thing. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll move into finance here, Richie. You are very correct. What are what are paper chalices at normally? So paper like chalices, I think. Yeah, between it, it 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 was at sixty, it came back down. It's kind of at uh, a real a real number now. But um, my guess is is those chalices, um, depending on how many get out into the world, which I, I think it'll be not insane, you know, because again, if you it's going to be similar to um, Grand Prix numbers, but I think it's going to be way less than Grand Prix numbers. I think it's going to be similar to old exemplar numbers and then a plus some, which yeah. in all honesty might sound like a lot. It's really not. No, it's not. It's it, really not. So those things will keep their value. My guess is those chalices stay. will probably be around a hundreds. Yeah, I think. I think hundreds. Sure. The mentors, I think, will be around like seventy fives. I yep. think that one will be the one that'll probably flux a lot, though. Yeah. The like reflecting pool will probably th- be around the forty or fifty. I don't know. I think the mentors Commander are going to be a lot more expensive than that. I don't think they'll be more expensive than the chalice. I think we need some legacy to push it. Some mm. like some some prominent legacy events like uh, I don't I, know one that Mr. Terrence Ter- uh, Vincent might be going to mm-hmm. uh, later this year uh, that would be GP Hotlanta Hotlanta which is a legacy GP which is super cool if you're a legacy player but if you're not and you're a modern player then don't go there instead go to Pandemonium Games and Hobbies on September I believe it's 21st for our modern MCQ Plug I in prefer it. legacy but I'll be there because I hate GPs <laughs> Aww. Good. that's such a sad thing to hear with all the changes, you know? All right, so usually every week, you know, uh, if you guys haven't been to the podcast, 
or like if you're Chris, uh, he's never been to this yeah, podcast. I've if, never you know, been here. If you um, if you're joining for the first time, we do finance every week, and um, this is where we finally get to stop hearing Chris talk you, for a few. Do you minutes. have any finance? I have a fine. Okay, William. Yes, finance. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet, Richie. I like that. Um, so this week, uh, we always bring up the weekly winners, oh, and this. This is uh, through a site yeah, called uh, mtgstocks.com, right? Um, so this will give you your weekly winners, your weekly losers, and this is a pretty good site to go to. This is the one that we use every week, and Chris and I, we used to use this thing too. Right? I love we used this. To do finance. You, you introduced me to this website. Yeah, this, this finance. Do you still use this website at all? Uh, I do, but not as much anymore because like, I work so much back of the house. I don't have to worry about front of the house. like price changes all that much but one of the first things i normally do when i wake up in the morning is i'll get on goldfish and look at uh each formats like uh movers and shakers i'll at least i i like to be semi-aware yeah of, like, it'll trends. it'll scroll it'll scroll some of that stuff at the top here yeah. and it's really cool so this week uh the number one is mana breach and this thing is up um 700 or no five five hundred percent right so uh, the reason this is up is because of the new um, M20 guy, legendary creature, the elemental guy that's um, that's been spoiled, right? Um, no, 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 he's no, already no, out. No. Yeah, that he's one's out. out. That okay. one's out. Yeah, well, people are just finding. Oh, there shit. was a, there was the blue the blue white black one. Uh, the, all spoiled. the commanders got spoiled. Yeah, yes, we'll see the deck okay. list later this week. Um, are they just re- releasing it as one big dump? No, they'll they, do they'll do like one. A day are we gonna get a thing. little spoiler? You'll, you'll get you'll get a deck list a day kind of thing. Oh, but we're we're getting a whole deck at once. We're not getting like like when they do it. Yes, you, like you'll still get like some single card spoilers like we've already been getting. Yeah, but then when they but go that's to, not like, how do they're it, gonna they'll be like it. here's the rest of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this thing's up to uh, almost eight bucks here. So uh, if you guys dig through your old Exodus bulk. Pull that thing out. Maybe we'll see this card oh, in that. Oh, I have to go digging. Um, Ixador, Reality Sculptor. I know I have these. Um, he is a legend. Uh, face down creatures get plus one, plus one. Makes sense. Uh, pay three, turn those face downs right up. So this is the new commander that's all about putting things face yeah, down. Yeah, so, okay. yep. Like, well, this is not him himself, but like, yes. this is because, so, of, because of that, of that one. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of these spikes this week are going to be because of... Um, Cockmander. All the, yes, all the all the new Cockmander. So, Dude, Magic's uh, of course, greatest format. Den Protector, they're, they're showing that. It absolutely the is. The Bane, all these ones that morph up, right? All these cards are going to um, possibly see a little bit of a spike. Um, maybe not. You know, they might not, they might not come up too much, but um, just keep an eye on that <laughs> stuff. If you had this stuff sitting around in your bulk... Uh, do yourself a favor and you know pull this out uh, before you give it to people like me um, and uh, make me pay you real money on it, okay? Yeah. Um, next thing is Divergent Transformations mm-hmm. this week. That's up 150% almost. Um, and it's a... Yeah, 150% um, of nothing is still nothing. Yeah, well, no. It's, <laughs> it's, at, it's it. at five bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's at a five spot. Um, but these are the kind of cards where, you know, sometimes you can miss the boat. Sometimes you can be like, I thought that card was a dollar. Sure. It's now $5. It's now $10. So, like, again, that's why we bring this stuff up each week so that you can be on top of this. You can get it before it goes I up I feel like high. commander cards are where we find most of our money in bulk. Sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, Divergent Transformations, it's a red card. It's uh, 7 CMC, yeah, but it has Undaunted. So, uh, each opponent, uh, it's one less for each opponent. Um that you can cast it, right? So, so typically exile, in a commander game, this would be like four mana. Yeah, yeah. yep. So exile two target creatures, uh, period. Um, and then it says for each of those creatures, its controller reveals um, cards for the from the top of his or her library until he or she reveals a creature card. 
puts that card onto the battlefield, then shuffles the rest into his or her library. So, it's polymorph. Yes. So sure. that's that is it's pretty wild. Pretty cool card. Um, so do yourself a favor, pick that up um, before it gets even higher. And the cheap now, pickups this week are even actually pretty good in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, they're not like so. Tarmogoyf went down yeah. fifty cents. Yes, Tarmogoyf went down you know twelve cents this week. It said it's all time low, right? Um, that's what we've been seeing from from this guy for the past for couple weeks. Um, so this Cards week, are actually cheap. They're under fifty. I know. It's I know. Crazy. That's what Wizards has been trying to make happen for yeah. like six years. So this week, Caracas is down. Um, Car- it's yeah, it's uh, and of course it's the Eternal Masters one, um, and this card's great, but you know it doesn't. It only sees Legacy play. Uh, you can't play it in Commander because it's busted in Commander. Um, so for those of you Legacy players that are out there, I wonder what this card would do to Modern. Uh, nothing. I this, what does it do I in Modern? This, was this is Eternal Masters. No, this no. is just no? Eternal Masters. No. Okay. What is yeah, it? I mean, what did somebody? Oh, it was Legacy on Thursday. Somebody asked me about this card and yeah. was wondering if it said creature. And I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty confident it says creature, and that's why you. Because the old one just says legend, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legendary. probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, legendary. I think permanent. the old one. No, I think the old one just says legend. Okay. Because back then the only legendary things were creatures. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, that might be. Yeah. So uh, pick this card up. It's at twenty three bucks. I- I'm not sure how much room it has to go down. Uh, usually I'll tell you like, hey, this thing's gonna keep going down, so wait. Um, but I think I it might really, hit twenty before it like yeah, quits lowering. Yeah, I don't really think this thing can can go a whole lot lower. Uh, same thing with Containment Priest. Uh, this thing's at five bucks. So this, if we see this should have made now, it to modern. Now this is yes. Now this is a very very hot take. This will be in a standard legal set within the next year. I agree. I think that's the only reason we didn't get it in it's, it's kinda like Modern Luke, Horizons. It's kind of like a lukewarm take. It's definitely well, not hot pocket take. The thing with Modern Horizons is those things that are too good for standard, this card wouldn't do shit in standard. No. Yeah, so my, my thing is is that if they do print this actual exact same card into standard and you're able to pick up these copies at $5 right now, um, it might yeah. be a good investment. Sure. I agree. I agree. I think that... Uh, I, I think know. if this comes back, it comes probably with another color attached to it. Mm, I think we'd get actual factual containment priest. Yeah? Oh, okay. If, if they change anything, they'll take away the human. That's my uh prediction. I think that's why it'll come back with, with two colors. I think it'll be maybe like black, white, okay. two, one, or one, two, flash containment priest ability. I don't think, I I think if they do not, unless they print the exact card, it will not be a human. Yeah, it might be, be like a cleric something, but it won't be a human. Okay. They've really been trying to lower down on the good humans. So the last card that we got here is Grove of the Burn Willows, and that's at ten bucks. Uh, if you Hell want yeah. to, uh, you could probably still hold fast on this card. This card looks like it's going to hit the five to seven dollar range at some point, in my eyes. That's just my opinion. I'm does, allowed to have those, Tron right? Still need this card? No, but five dollars. Like, yep, that's exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is like it's really big in Legacy. Like, look at the lands decks. Look at anything sure. like that. Yeah, and so uh, the other thing, too, oh, um, that I wanted to talk I, about, I'm so sure we're going to move on past uh, finance here. Uh, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that stuff. Um, Look at this so photo. we've got uh, Mr. Aaron Miyaki, a, uh, a local also. He, Aaron Miyotaki. He, he plays uh, for us every Tuesday. Aaron Kitaki. Um, on, yeah, um, for, your, for your artifacts. Here on, this, on the uh, station, uh, Mom's Basement Twitch, um, so you guys can check him out. You can uh, also he, find a video with the uh, deck that he played uh, this weekend. Yep. He streamed it, uh, the Mono Red Phoenix deck. Yep. Is that the deck you went 5-0 with? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
that's pretty cool stuff. We, um, you know, we've had both Richie and Aaron in the past uh, couple weeks um, hit some five O's. So um, those videos are gonna soon to be, you know, in the so this was in the a, thousands. This was an IQ at uh, Frogtown. Yeah. So this is yeah. So this is Frogtown in Ohio. And uh, how did Aaron finish? Aaron, he topped Ford. Very nice. Very he lost nice. to the coolest deck ever that I'm hoping to get the deck list to stream. Is that this the week. one with the gentleman next to him? Yeah. Okay. What, kind of a quick gist? Re- all, it was like Red White Swan's Prison with the Wincon being Boros Reckoner Worship and then this creature, I don't know its name, but you lo- you can deal X damage to a creature and you lose X life. So you choose. A 10 million. It's disgusting. Deal it to the Boros Reckoner. You take it. Worship oh, says neat. you stay at one. Yeah. And then you redirect from the Boros Reckoner to your opponent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty smart. That's dirty as hell. I love it. Deck I saw Raja wild. in there, too. Yeah, Raja was playing boy. four color Jund. Yeah, Raja's a good Jund player. Splashing white for uh, main deck, Kaya's Wrath, Path to Exiles. And I, I think that was extra. about it. Yeah, super good against Togak. Pretty, I yeah, like, it's pretty good. Is Kaya's, okay, so is Kaya's better than, say, just having Damnation because it's yes. easier on your mana base? No, 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 no. Okay, not Kaya's Wrath. Kaya's Guile, I'm sorry. Oh, that's, yeah. I knew yeah, yeah. Kaya's Guile's like, fucking awesome card. Okay. I, I keep calling it I'm Kaya's Wrath. I'm on board. I'm on board. Okay. Well, who's this handsome-looking so gentleman? This, this again is this is the uh, this is the end here where we say our goodbyes, but we always make sure Bye. that you guys know where you can find us. Um, you can find Chris. Um, he on Twitter. Um, he is at Pando MTG Chris. So please, he's only got ninety six followers. That's fucking abysmal. Um, Dude, so those, those you need are the to get ones your numbers that, up. That matter. All these people that aren't there, they don't matter just yet. But you could today. <laughs> get your numbers up, Bob. Um, uh, Sir Bear, which is uh, your worker, says check yeah, yeah, your yeah, phone yeah, and yeah, hit yeah. accept. Thanks, Dad. Yep. Uh oh, um, you in trouble. And. Um, also, please do yourself a favor. We we hit our 300 followers. Um, yes, golf clap at uh, Mom's nice. Basement MTG on Twitter. Um, so I'm really I'm really proud of that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to do some more some more giveaways uh, to get. Maybe those we can give away up. this guy. Yeah, I don't think so. I I mean, who could put a price on on me? And five like schmeckles. Also, do Ooh, yourself a a, do yourself a favor. And uh, follow Richie, too. He just got done doing his giveaway last month. Um, he likes to support you guys just as well as we do. Um, he's also, you know, he's not just a, um, a magic player. Not he's just magic. A, yeah, he's also doing some other stuff these days. Yeah, I've been playing so a lot of out. TFT. Uh, just hit gold recently. Probably probably going to do a uh, big run for platinum this weekend. And good, good, good. I think I'm going to end up streaming it. I, was I don't say, know. You, I, uh, that. you should stream some of that. Be fun. I'm working on getting an overlay set up. Okay. I, uh, it's important. Yeah. Having a good overlay. Yep. So follow him way, at, Abe, I love you. You're doing great. at Richard TMTG. All right, you guys. That's all for us this week. Uh, Chris, thank you again for you know coming by. Um, I was, Being our I'm, first guest on yes. the 10th hey, episode. First of 10th many. episode. I, we, uh, we really so enjoyed it. I got and 10, now, man. That's yeah. awesome. And now um, when we do our 100th episode... Um, we'll probably have okay, a better. We'll back. have a level two judge. Oh shit! Chris won't be alive by then. He's me. already like. Yeah, you're never gonna get. He's that. already like 74. I've been. Th- that's what I was thinking about doing the L2 stuff now, just Here. because like I don't know what the new system's gonna look like. So yeah. oh, more excuses. Yeah, no, so fine. it could be me well, on episode 100. It really the, could be. And the money won't be coming out of your pocket at that point. So. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, that. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so 
Uh, again, guys, find us next week here at 5.30. Most it's likely nice the episode won't go as long. It is really awesome. Uh, because I won't be Chris, here, so. Chris won't be running his suck hole for I, an hour I and a half. I am so impressed with how much got stuff you guys set it's up. It's disgusting. But, like, you understand it's me, right? Like, I'm just... Well, yeah, I, talk. I actually made that comment to Josh. I'm like, this is going to be an easy episode. We just got to let Chris talk. Right. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Um, have a good rest of your evening and good week, and we'll see you next week. Bon Peace. voyage. Bye.